0: Tishon, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Tishon, J. Will, and Max, it is indeed Friday.
1: Yes, that is correct, Max. It's coming. Friday.
0: You know what I want to I ask a um, Twitter feed or something. Uh-oh. Where does Friday rank in the, in the days of the week? Like Saturday, I think everyone says it's their favorite because it's off-off, works not the next day like that. Is Friday second or is it Third. Some people prefer Friday to Sunday because Sunday you got the pressure of going to work the next yeah, day. Yeah, I get
2: the woes on Sunday. It's like, well, I mean, not like the woes, but it's like, all right, what, what is my day like tomorrow? I'll start playing out day. Fridays are, yeah. Fridays, I assume, when I get off work on Fridays, I'm like, yeah, it's time. It's time, yeah. It's time to yeah, hang out. then around. Sunday you get football.
1: Friday is it because it gives me two straight right? You get the Friday and the Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday comes, it's like, oh man, whatever. Football. Isn't that crazy? Then the else.
2: Sunday night game for us, though, when it's like 10, 30, 11, and you're like, yeah, I'm And, Sunday,
1: and- Sunday is all day. And by the time after late evening comes, it's early a, evening, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So you only really get, you only really get about Five, four to five hours of anything on a Sunday.
0: Without Saturday,
1: that- I got all day. Friday, uh-huh. I pretty much got all
0: day to do whatever I want to do. But, you know, it's just like draft picks in a way. The potential is better than the real thing to people, right? Like Darnold, and we were talking about Darnold and, and Zach Wilson. It, it, people would rather go to work. You got to put in a full day work on Friday. Just well, to have the relaxation it, it, and the knowledge hey, that you got two days ahead of it
1: you. It depends on where you're working at and okay, what state most you're people. working in. Yeah, well, that's most a, people. No, I'm saying, because think about it, though. Uh, that's
3: a great point, though, that Key brings up about the state and the time of day. Like for me, yes. Friday's great because I'm done by 1130 noon yeah. and I have the that's. A, but
0: yeah. that's not most people. That's no, a, but, right, but no but I'm, it's not asking, most people, but it's us. It is yeah. the
1: industry we're in.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I, but we don't I, but, live a normal life like most people. But I would say it's not most people who have the schedule of, an, of a morning show. But I would guess that it is most people who would take Friday over Sunday.
1: Yes, because, okay, th- look, think of it this way, Max. You brought up the question, so answer it yourself. When you go and you drive out to your vacation luxury yes. palace. Yes. And then you go on Friday. Secret
0: hideaway. Secret hideaway. On yes.
1: Friday you go, you're like, Especially the three-hour drive. And then, look, no doubt. And then you got your Friday, your Saturday, and then by the time you get to Sunday, you go, damn, damn. I got to leave? When we got to leave? No so doubt. I'm not, I'm not
0: arguing against it. I'm just saying it's interesting to me that the psychological pressure of what's coming outweighs the reality of what you got in the moment. All Sunday is yours, more or less, right? Friday, just the end part. But people would still rather have that because they just have the knowledge that you, ahead you, of them is a little run. Y'all both have lived in L.A. When you hit a Friday in L.A.,
1: everything is closed at 2 o'clock. Yeah. You might, if you ain't getting your work done yeah, by 2 o'clock, true. Uh, mm-hmm. one, one just right after lunch. L.A. is different. Though. When they leave, they come in at 10. They leave around lunchtime. They ain't not going back to the office. They're pretty much done.
0: Yeah. Friday mm-hmm. light, they call it. They talk, call traffic in L.A. on Fridays Friday light because people are done. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17 brought to you by Chase. Getting you ready for Week Three of the NFL started last night as the Panthers uh, moved to three and zero. Sam behind. Darnold won that game for them. Yeah, he had a couple darts. He better have won the game for him. Two rushing touchdowns, by the way, for Darnold.
1: No, but you see how that happens though, for a quarterback. We talked about it with Justin Herbert against Patrick Mahomes, and Sam Darnold got a W. Yep. Even though the defense played well and they contributed all together. But Sam Darnold was the headliner. And he got stripped he, twice. And he, but yes, we he not, did. got stripped twice but and we not, lucky, on it. Yeah. But we don't care about that. Yeah. All we care about is that he rushed for two touchdowns,
0: he, he put up big numbers, and the Jets didn't make the right choice. Wait, time out, Key, but this is why I'm confused by your position. On the one hand, earlier in the show, you told us – that you got to figure out a way to lead to the W. And on the other hand, you point out, boy, some of that is some of that has nothing to do with the quarterback. Why do you give the quarterback but, so much credit for the W? Because that's-, that's
1: what they've been always doing, giving credit to the quarterback for the W. Forget about them. I mean you. Well, because he because he is the leader of the team. Uh-huh. Just by default. So you believe there's something to that, right? You got to be good, man. If you're a bad quarterback, I don't give a damn what type of team you have. If you a ba- you can have the best defense in the world, the best offensive line, the best receivers and running back, if the quarterback is bad, you're in trouble.
0: By the way, what Key is saying, that's why, you know what moves the line, as Jay can tell you, quarterbacks Mm -hmm. move the line. Almost nothing else does, but we are looking forward to a Sunday matchup, a huge one uh, in Cleveland, because Justin Fields making his debut as a starter against the Browns, and here's the question. Speaking of guys who are not quarterbacks who maybe could move the line, especially considering – Jarvis Landry's hurt. Odell Beckham Jr. Looks like he might play. Here is Odell talking about this upcoming game.
1: I've worked extremely hard um, to not only get back but improve and try and be better than I ever have been. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's been a long time. It's been a long time in that cave, putting yourself back together, I had a great team around me for the entire
0: process, great support system, and it's gonna be special. I mean, I think Odell knows whatever chemistry issues he and Baker had. Baker's one with Stefanski the, you know, and Odell and Baker's problems predate Stefanski. He's coming back now to a team where he has to fit in key. You would think he's got like, he can't, he can't complain about not getting the ball fit,
1: fit in, in, in. In what aspect are we talking about? Because clearly they're happy with him. They haven't moved on from him.
0: Um, you know, fit in in this, in this point, from this point of view, in the past on the Browns, when they were no good because they didn't have the coach, right? When he was g- not getting the ball because they'd bracket him, he would rightly complain, look, there's someone open. Why, why aren't we winning? Why, why aren't other guys making catches if I'm not getting the ball? That's a legit beef. Otherwise, throw me the ball because you're not throwing it to anyone else. But now that they're winning with this formula— He just has to get in there, keep his head down, no complaints, and and be used the way they use him.
1: It's not a keep your head down, no complaints. It's a I want to help the team win, and if you're not going to utilize me in helping us win, utilize somebody else Mm because not utilizing the somebody else and not utilizing me, we ain't going to win no damn games. I am no good to you standing there like a cardboard cutout. Doesn't doesn't do anything. Landry's gone. OBJ potentially could be in the starting lineup. And if that's the case, you got to throw the ball to somebody. If he's available to you, throw it to him. If he's not, and the other guy's available, throw it to him. But don't just sit back there and pat the baby to sleep.
0: And Jay, I think oh, I think he is right about Odell. Odell wears his emotions on his sleeve, but he's he just wants to win, right? We all Whoa. want to win.
1: Well, I
2: mean, it, it feels like the opportunity is really set up for Odell to have a big game here, right? I mean, you don't have Jarvis Landry. Donovan People Jones, there still are other you know options for Baker, but I mean, what a (laughs) going against the Chicago defense. Justin Fields, a rookie quarterback. If there's a way to ease your star player back into it, like let him be the big target. Like this is it. Like let's get back on page because then if we're lucky enough to get Jarvis Landry back in time, then all of a sudden now I have two targets along with other people. But like it's the opportunity for OBJ off the top.
1: Yeah, If, if he's healthy. If he's healthy and he's running around and he can make all the cuts and do everything, you implement him, to the, him, him, him into the game plan to execute your offense. You don't go away from what you've been doing Run. just because OBJ is back. We understand. It's fascinating. We want to see a one-hand catch. We want to see the blonde hair flying in the air. We want to see all those sort of things. But within the, the grand scheme of what we're doing on
0: offense, let's not get away from our identity. Because OBJ is back. Who's this game more important for at this moment? Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields key?
1: Justin Fields. This more is important is an for an Important Fields. game for Justin mm-hmm. Fields. He is the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Everyone wanted to see this. You got what you need to see. But Matt Nagy also has a diamond in his pocket. And it and it's if when he is healthy, Andy Dogs is a starter. How we get rid of that if, when, when he's healthy is by Justin Fields doing his part now that he's the starting quarterback. Because if he stubs his toe at all, scratches any of it, you give Matt Nagy an opportunity to say, this kid's not ready, we're going back to the veteran. But if he rolls up Cleveland and all of a sudden he gets another two weeks in there, you know how that go, Jay. Yeah, this report... Yeah, they want you to wait another week because they need it to heal. Just it's only about sixty percent right now. Let's see what it could. Not take any chances. Let's not take any chances. That's the 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 runway that Matt Nagy has. That's why it's important for Justin Fields because the moment that he stubs his toes, a wrap. Can you
2: imagine if we come back into the studio on Monday and the Cleveland Browns have lost to the Chicago Bears and a rookie quarterback who gets his first start? Let's just think about what we've been talking about this entire offseason. Super Bowl expectations. They're only a couple of plays away against Kansas City. Hey, even their first game against Kansas City looked like they belong. Imagine what this team can be when they're fully healthy. OBJ and Baker Mayfield, can they find their chemistry? The expectations, I feel like, are put upon the Cleveland Browns are exponentially different than the expectations that you have for the Chicago Bears. That will be the biggest story in the NFL, let if me, they lose to the Chicago
0: Bears. Let me, I, I, so you're saying it's bigger for Baker. Yes. Let me just reconcile these two positions because I was with you, Jay, but this is how I'll put it now. It's a bigger game for Baker to win, right? Baker's got to – there's more pressure on him to win. Even if but he it's didn't a bigger le- game for Justin Fields to play well. Fields, there's more – like Fields, it's a bigger deal that he plays well. Absolutely. A bigger deal that Baker wins, See, I, don't I, I even would think it's I put it big big that way.
1: Baker win or lose, to be oh. honest with you,
0: that old line. I don't,
1: line, you, you don't, new, I, I don't rookie, think will, if people will black
2: out if the Browns yeah. lost to the Bears, but
1: the Bears aren't a bad team, though, man. You not we act like. But the we're Bears talking are about are the just, Browns are the
2: team that can win a Super Bowl. But no, you got to pay some bills, guys. That.
0: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests me. on the Goodyear Hotline. Much more on this matchup. And the obviously there's more to be said. And the rest of the week three slate, including another Sunday night game for Aaron Rodgers against the team that passed on him with the overall pick, the number one overall pick.
4: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're
0: traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max and Four Downs is brought to you by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. First down. All right. First down. Bears at Browns. We were just talking about this game. This is the 1 p.m. Eastern game. Um, Key? Well, I I was just waiting for you to finish
1: up. (laughs) Well, and look, this, this is a game where it's one of those situations where you look at and you go, okay, Justin Fields is now in the starting quarterback getting ready to go up against a tough team in the Cleveland Browns, but the Cleveland Browns are without one of their star receivers in Landry, but they could potentially be gaining back another star receiver in OBJ. But it's all about
0: Justin Fields in this football game.
1: How to do you use Odell?
0: How do you use Odell if you're the Browns?
1: Well, I think you you make sure first that he's capable of doing all the route tree that you have av- available to your at your disposal. Short, quick game. Until he, he shows you that he's capable of stretching the field. Until then, you just put the ball in his hands on quick screens. Get him kind of familiar back to what NFL live action is all about and see where he goes from there. But they do have people, Jones... And Rashad Higgins, who are not chopped liver. They're young receivers that could potentially come into their own now that Landry is not there.
2: The Bears defense looked good against the Bengals. We'll see how it handles Nick Chubb and that run first offense, especially the way Baker has the highest complete, uh, completion percentage in the NFL right now. Nick Chubb has scored a touchdown in, in the last eight straight games. Eight straight games. Let's see how that defense steps up for the Bears.
0: And let's see how the whole team is energized by Justin Fields. If they think he's a baller, that could elevate the level of energy that both that they play with on both sides of the ball. Second down. where, where are we? Second down. Now, second, yes. second, second is after down. first. Yes. That's right. Unless you Tom Brady, you one, put up five in, fingers. If we're in base five? 10. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs key. Also a 1 o'clock game. This is an interesting game. It, it, it's
1: in... Los Angeles, or Chargers going to Chiefs, so it's an arrowhead. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a wild, obviously, environment because the Kansas City Chiefs fans are ridiculous. But I want to see Justin Herbert bounce back from the Dallas Cowboy game. Two interceptions, costly interceptions. He's also pushing the ball down the field at a high rate. On first down, they need to do that, not wait till third down. They need to mix things up. Those two interceptions are big no-nos to me. He has three in two games. That's too many. You need to scale that back because he'll get into that sophomore slump, and all of a sudden he'll be known as pick six.
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean, the talent is there. You, you alluded to multiple times about the precision of the passing ability of Justin Herbert, and I see it. I just need him to continue to become more efficient. Like I said last year, through one pick the entire season in the red zone. This year, thus far in the red zone, hasn't scored a ton. Two picks and one fumble. Needs to do a better job.
0: I think this is a really interesting game. I think the Chargers are really live here. By the way, it's interesting. The two guys that Justin Herbert's compared the most to in terms of the arm talent, even though Aaron Rodgers does a lot of the same stuff, you hear a lot Dan Marino, you hear a lot Patrick Mahomes. And guess what? He has, three, he has 10 300-yard passing games, which at this point in his career is in the top three all-time for, for this long into their career, along with Patrick Mahomes and Dan Marino. So, like the stuff that we're that people are eyeballing is kind of showing up statistically. That's it. We're ready for the next down. What do I? What do I have to a signal? Third here? down. Third down. I got, I got the voice of God to say it. <laughs> Dolphins at Raiders, four o five p.m.
1: Key. This game should go to the Raiders, but the Miami Dolphins are coming in with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is a capable quarterback in the National Football League. We saw what he did in the short stint in New England. We saw what he did a little bit of time he spent in Indy. It's going to be interesting, though, if they somehow go to Las Vegas and pull this game off with Jacoby Brissett, and the offense looks better than it did under Tua. When Tua gets back off his injury, are we looking at an Andy Dalton, Justin Fields type situation? Jacoby Brissett, Tua, I can win with him and be fine, opposed to a guy that we keep. Pushing off as our savior at quarterback. It'll be real interesting to see how they respond to Jacoby Brissett, a veteran guy again who has won games in this league that I think is very, very talented still at the quarterback spot. I just
2: feel like the quarterback spot is an open mystery for the Miami Dolphins now. I I don't think that Brian Flores is committed to anybody. Tua, Jacoby Brissett, yeah, we could win this game potentially. I see the spread is only, you know, three and a half points for the Raiders. You know, uh, but they, I think they can cover. But I, all I'm saying is that if you're Brian Flores, you're like, play it out.
0: Let's play it open. Let's see who wants to take the starting position for this team. If, if this injury caught, like this injury could already end the kind of thought of Tua yes. in his career this early. Like that means the jury's kind of filing in on Tua already like he needs something and this injury is not helping he needs By the to way, play the Raiders, so people can see I it. really like the Raiders here the Raiders not only beat the Ravens at home and they got the W then they went on the road and got it against Pittsburgh I like doesn't this Vegas seem like here. the
2: perfect setup game though for the Raiders you look all the expectations look what they've done on the road beat the Steelers beat the Ravens then they lose to the Dolphins at home
0: we're on fourth down fourth down we don't have much time guys Bucks at Rams this, this game is, is
1: a potential preview of the NFC Championship game. Tampa Bay coming off a Super Bowl victory, you know. When you look at the way that they've played the Buccaneers over the last couple of years, it's been it's been the Rams and the Bucks have been pretty pretty fire pretty powerful fireworks. The Rams went into Tampa Bay last year and got that victory. Tampa Bay the year before went into Los Angeles and hung fifty on the Rams. So this is one of those games that I can't wait to see at 4:25 p.m. Eastern time.
2: I was just, I'm just curious to see how Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, how their chemistry continues to evolve out. So we know the weapons that Tom Brady has, but I'm ready to see Matthew Stafford on that type of stage at home utilizing those weapons.
0: I agree. I think this is a very tough game for the Bucs. I also think that the pressure is on the champs here. It seems like the story is, uh, do the Rams belong? But that's all upside. Like, if Stafford comes through and these guys win this game at home, that's all upside. They're ahead of schedule in that case. Plus,
2: I want to see if 99 can land a hit on 12. Mm. I want to see it. Mm. Tom Brady rarely gets sacked. (laughs) I want to see if those boys can get – I don't
0: think Aaron Donald's ever sacked Tom Brady. Ever? Hey, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Is Aaron Donald the greatest defensive tackle of all time? Uh,
1: LT? It's too too
0: early to – for got, me. I, oh, he may not. He's
1: probably already played his best football. You would think at that position, right? I mean, you threw that out there, man. It was some
0: man. When you talking dudes, about man. some dudes zapping though. these guys, but man,
1: you you you, it, it's tough. John Randall was ridiculous. I mean, Reggie White played in
0: and tackle. Yeah, but I, but I think of him more as, a, I as mean, an end. Uh, 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 Warren Sapp, James yeah. Taylor, LT's a linebacker though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to
1: think. I mean, probably, probably, yeah, unless probably. I can, find, unless Maybe, I can yeah. find somebody.
0: Yeah, I'm I gotta, saying I got to think. I gotta you think. got I goat, gotta think through you got the goat. You got the goat quarterback and the goat D tackle lining up. You know, facing each other. It's man, pretty that, good.
1: Is that is that that, that, tr- that dude that that dude that dude that played with in Tampa though? Man, the dude. Yeah, good. Man, he
0: took up. so He, he took two good. guys.
1: No, he, it wasn't even. It wasn't even that he took two guys. It was just how he intimidated and dominated dudes to the point where. He would put his hand down on the ground. And do a jump. It was so afraid of him. So I, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to just say Aaron Donald's the best when I played with a dude that was, that was when he was motivated and he was good ready as to got. go. Yep. Yeah, you couldn't get no better than him.
0: We got a bonus down.
1: Huh. Bonus down.
0: Packers at Niners huh. key Sunday Night Football. It's gonna be fun to see.
1: I'd like to see Green Bay going there and 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 show us that they. Uh, week two wasn't a fluke against the Detroit Lions. it take care of business against San Francisco. San Francisco 49ers have Green Bay Packers number so far. Um, what, what, what will the running game look like for the 49ers mm-hmm. uh, against a smallish defense in the Green Bay Packers? Green Bay gave up the goods to the New Orleans Saints, bounced back against the Detroit Lions in, in Detroit Lion-type fashion, and let's see what they do against San Francisco. Jimmy G has... Not throwing an interception this season. Oh, well, yeah. there they go.
3: <laughs> and he's, yeah, never gone,
2: he's never gone three straight games without throwing an INT. So we'll
0: see how that plays out. Um, will we learn who the Packers are after this week?
1: Not really, but if they win, I'm, I, if they win, I'm, my nerves are calm.
0: If they lose, then my nerves get ratcheted up. I mean, it does seem like years where their defense is good. They can win the Super Bowl in years where it's not. They're still going to go to the playoffs because of Rodgers, but maybe they're not going to make a run. Um, you know, their, their their defense is is
1: suspect. It's not the biggest defense in the National Football League. A L- little on the smaller side, so you see them get pushed around a lot. San Francisco's mm-hmm. offensive line is humongous, uh-huh. like really, really, really big <laughs> and uh-huh. dominant. And that's that mentality for them to be able to run the ball. I just don't know. I don't know who their running backs is going to be Uh, because they've been decimated at that position, much like the Baltimore Ravens. So Green Bay's defense have got to hold
0: up. We asked who this game is more important for um, earlier uh, on first first down, the Browns or the Bears, Baker or Justin Fields. Steven in Chicago has a perspective on this. Good morning, Steven.
4: Stevie. Hey, guys.
0: What's happening? Going on, Stephen.
4: Uh, so
3: I just wanted to I wanted to comment on this on this question because so I was I listen to Waddle and Sylvia every afternoon coming home from on ESPN Chicago and one of the, they they posed the question you know how do you define success for the Bears this season now that Justin Fields is starting and everyone is saying they just want to know that they have their guy you know they have their Kyler Murray and so this after you know for who who's this game more important for. I just have to say Justin Fields because Chicagoland is gathering. We're desperate for a quarterback. It's been 107 years. We want this to work. I haven't heard a peep about getting together for games for the first two weeks. Now everybody's like, hey, what you doing? What are you doing? Let's go. Let's go. Fields is in. And I just think and she's got she's to show out. Uh, so thanks for the thanks for taking
0: my call. That, that's what's interesting is I like that boots on the ground type, you know, reporting mm-hmm. from the fans. It's like I haven't heard anything about you want to go to the game. Now all of a sudden in Chicago, it's like, oh, what you doing? You let's let's go to the game. What well, this is that's the, a real thing.
1: This is the right timing to implement him into the system because you got to hurt quarterback. So I have an excuse to be able to do that. Although I, I although I probably wanted to do it to begin with. But now I could do it because I got
0: a hurt guy. Yeah. How important is this week's game in New England? A former Patriot with the answer after SportsCenter.
1: This is Tom really setting the stage for him to go in there and try and destroy the New England Patriots to show them that you could have had this, but this guy was
0: so arrogant, his ego so big, that he couldn't coexist and give me my due. And now a guy who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. About Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Ron, Rob Nikovich, um, I, can I say your name properly before I, I'm talking so fast? Rob Nikovich joins us here. Good up, morning, Minko? Rob. There you go, baby. That easy. How are you this morning? Got my morning? green on today. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah. Um, Money green. Money green. You're going to be on the call for the Patriots Saints on ESPN Radio as part of a football doubleheader Saturday. Saturday I said this is uh, what's going on with me Sunday they coffee. play NFL wake up, football wake on up. Sunday wake up, man. first it's Saints at Patriots followed by Seahawks at Vikings coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN radio and the ESPN app Rob how important is that game for the Patriots against the Saints with with Brady and the Bucks next week <laughs> very important it's very important and anytime
5: you go one and one and you're looking at the the quarters of your season first quarter second quarter third quarter you want to you don't want to start one and three basically because you know tampa is going to be tampa is going to be tough now so they're going to have to win this game against the saints put themselves in a good position to go against tampa here um it's not going to be an easy game against the saints you we kind of saw week one the saints look a certain way week two they didn't look anywhere close to where they were week one so you know coaching staff had covid yes, they've been on yeah, the road they had some the issues yep. um so you can count on the saints relying on on Camara, that's what I would think coming into this matchup. You know, you got a great running back. So the the Patriots are going to have to do a great job defensively at taking him out of that game in a sense of him being a big play guy. So it's
0: going to be vital for the Patriots to win this football game. Big game for Belichick post-Brady era. You don't go one and two if you're the Patriots. No, you go two and no. one of those kind of games. Rob, we had Mike Reese on the show on Wednesday He told us this when Key asked if the Patriots misjudged the Brady situation. Listen.
3: I think you could make the case they did at the same time just being around here. I I do believe there was a thought that it had just run its course, that it was more about 20 years together is a long time, and maybe a fresh start is good for both sides. And I I think it was more that than misjudging where he was physically, mentally, or where the end of the road was for him, that's the sense I get when I talk to people around that situation. Just the idea that, hey, we've taken this as far as we can take it. It's time for a fresh start.
0: Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst here on the set with us, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. After hearing that, Rob, and reading what Alex Guerrero told the Boston Herald about the way Brady was treated by Belichick and the Patriots, should we connect those dots, what Mike Reese just said and what Guerrero said? (laughs) Look, I
5: think that there's people in just relationships that were together 20 years. They can't even stand to be in the same room with each other. So that's just basically relationships outside of sports. There's always going to be certain things that come into play when you're talking about players, evaluating players, aging players. And, I mean, Keyshawn knows this. He was with Parcells. Like, there's a certain way that they evaluate a player over time and – statistically when you're a coach for a very long time you're able to look at age groups you know a linebacker at 33 years old a running back over 30 a quarterback in their 40s like usually history and mother time always win right so when you look at the things that Tom has been able to do it's been outstanding where he's at right now and in the, in the career that he's had. Winning a Super Bowl last year, I think, gives him that platform to say, see, 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 I won a Super Bowl. Look, it's 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 the things that I'm doing here. And, you know, when when you talk about Mike Reese and, and the time, and 20 years is a long time in one spot. I mean, there's it's rare that we see quarterbacks, basketball players, baseball players be in one location for 20 years. So you talk about the ups and downs that, that go into having a twenty year relationship with somebody, there's always gonna be issues that you gotta I think it's overcome in the NFL. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rob,
1: so I hadn't been up there and playing with the Pats and seeing everything firsthand, did you feel like at all based on what like Al- Alex Guerrero said about the treatment of Tom, did you did you see anything that was like, well, I are th- you treating
5: Tom bad compared to other players are trying or Tom has it good? I think the way that that a player in a certain team is treated you know the one thing I would say about Bill is if Tom made a mistake he would make sure that Tom knew that he made a mistake yeah. and if a rookie or a third or fourth year player made a mistake he doesn't treat he wouldn't treat me differently than Tom or if if I made a missed tackle or had a mental error on a defensive play he would call me out just like if you're Tom Brady and you're a Hall of Fame football player and you've won many Super Bowls he's going to make sure that that he knows that there's a mistake. So when you can treat somebody the same, no matter if you're a first-year or a 20-year player, I think it sets an example for the team that there's nobody that's going to be treated differently on the on the roster.
1: But should he have treated Tom differently based on what Alex Guerrero said?
5: I think that the difference in coaching a player versus how you treat somebody physically are two different things. Like, I think that you coach a player – A first-year player or a 20-year player, a coach is supposed to coach. And Bill coaches everybody a certain way. And if you don't like it, he's going to say, look, I'm going to coach you hard. That's what I'm here to do. I'm going to get the best out of each player. That's my job. Now, physically, should a 20-year veteran be squatting and doing certain things? Like, (laughs) you know this. Like, You have to change the way you prepare your body as you get older. And I would say that I, 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 my myself isn't a perfect example. I knew it was time, eh, I need to start thinking about my next career here because I knew run, one rep maxes and running my 40 and five ten five. I was like, yeah, this thing ain't looking so good now. I'm getting pretty old. I feel it, right? So should they have let Tom do the TB12 thing? Of course, That's he was. You know, like Tom was doing the TB12 thing, but I think that there was an issue with you know, we've seen it. We've seen it. It's been out there in public that the TB12, and I personally, as a linebacker or a D lineman or, or an offensive lineman, it's hard to do that type of training when you're hitting somebody every play. Tom could get away, a pitcher, maybe, you know, basketball player, some yep. some guys that are flowing and, and you know, they're, they're handling the ball or they're throwing a ball, they could do that type of training. But like, if you you need to lift weights if you play linebacker, like it's just that's what you have to do. Let me ask you about that training.
2: Did was there any confusion in the locker room when Alex Guerrero had a chance to be in there? Because obviously his style of training or his style of you know performance. It's more tissue work.
5: They do like TB twelve is, that is tissue work.
2: Okay, but is that different than what the Patriots
5: <clears throat> organization actually wanted for their players? And did that cause any friction? I think that the the issue would be is if a linebacker, for example, said, I don't want to squat, you know, like that could be a problem because you need to have a certain level of leg strength and not saying that, that Tom's or the TB12 method doesn't do any leg work. They don't put the weight on your back, which certain age groups, you know, for me, I don't want to put a bar on my back right now. Like (laughs) neither do you. You don't want to put, you know, a bar back on your back that don't feel good, but when you're a developing like first, second, third year player, say you're a little bit undersized, you need to get bigger, you need to get stronger. And you might see a veteran that's not doing that stuff. And you might think, well, look, I, had a, I could get to where he's at without doing that. But that's not the case because certain players at certain points of your career, you have to do different things. Like early in my career, I had to get stronger. I had to be bigger. I had to gain 10 pounds. If at the end of my career, you, you learn the game upstairs and you can understand, okay, I can put my body in this position, I can play this spot, I can do this, I can do that. So when you're younger, you're trying to develop those skills, but that comes, you know, doing the right things in the weight room, getting stronger, getting bigger, getting faster. And then as you're older, you can realize, hey, maybe this Monday, sounds I don't think like, I'm going to squat.
0: Sounds like – the answer to your question, Jay, is yes. yes. It sounds like there was Bill some friction happening. along yeah. the – That's, that's a good description you can't, of why. You can't but,
5: yeah. have, you can
0: have two philosophies yeah, on, it to, doesn't work. Exactly. on how to be an athlete. <laughs> hey, Rob know? Ninkovich it's giving right. us a straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Take it or to shake it, Inclu- it um, including one quarterback hoping to be called elite come Monday morning. That's coming up. Take it or shake it.
4: T. Sean, J. Will, and Max, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline.
0: Time for Take It or Shake It. Evan, take it away.
3: Guys, Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. Take It or Shake It, Justin Herbert and the Chargers will hand Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs their second straight loss. Shake it! Shake it! Shake
1: it! Not going to happen. It's an arrowhead. I know Justin Herbert may have a big day, but in the end, Kansas City will get the most of them. Um, I don't see where he'll lose two games in a row although that's happened in the past for Patrick Mahomes I just don't see it happening against the Chargers. What has it
2: happened once in his career? Twice. Twice. twice.
0: <laughs> 18 and 19. Uh,
2: 18 and 19. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll take the odds on that one. Yeah. I'll go with the Chiefs. I- I'm going
0: to shake it but I'm not shaking vigorously. I'm kind of <laughs> shaking a l- I'm 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 concerned if I'm the Chiefs about the Chargers in this game.
3: Bucks Rams will be a preview of this season's NFC Championship game. Take it or shake it.
1: Shake it! Shake it! it. And the only reason why I'm shaking it is because we got a long ways to go. These things, no matter who wins or loses, it it, has set them up if they see each other from a record standpoint in the playoffs. But I don't know what Seattle's going to do. I don't know how Arizona's going to finish. If Green Bay comes alive, if San Francisco goes to Trey Lance because they hate Jimmy G all of a sudden. Hmm. I, I just don't know. I don't know if the New Orleans Saints just figure it out. In steam, because it's too early in the season. That's why I shake it.
2: I'm with you. I'll shake it, too. Look, it's a colossal game, the game of the weekend, but I'm not drawing any extreme conclusions after the game is over by saying the team that wins is going to win the Super Bowl. It's so a long year. There's been more of attrition already at the beginning of the year. Let's see where we are nine weeks from now.
0: I'm going to take it because I don't like the way Green Bay's defense looks. I acknowledge Green Bay could be in the mix if their defense tightens up, but at this moment, I'm going to take it. I think Bucks and Rams is going to be a preview of the NFC championship game.
3: We'll forget about that in like two weeks, Max. So if you want to change it, we certainly can. <laughs> Justin Fields starts the rest of the season for the Bears. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take, take it. it.
1: All day long. He, he goes out, has a decent outing against the Cleveland Browns. Whether they win or lose, he shows enough to veteran players feel his presence. And then they just continue to keep rolling. And Andy Dawg continues to get healthy. In week twelve, he'll, <laughs> he'll be still getting be giddy- gonna to get good healthy. Good thing you get year. healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure.
2: I'm going to go contrarian on this one. Um, I'm going to go shake it because Matt Nagy going to Matt Nagy it. Mm. I mean, there it's it, you know, can you practice patience with a guy like Justin Fields? Is he going to blow you away in this game? I would love to hope so. I'm not sure, but I don't know if Matt Nagy has patience in him. I think he's going to flirt back with Andy Dalton.
0: I'm going to take it because I think that the offensive line will be improved by a mobile quarterback. Just as Trubisky improved the offensive line last year versus Nick Foles, but the problem was Trubisky couldn't throw it down the field. Justin Fields can. I'm going to take it. Fields is now the starter, in my opinion.
3: That's a good point. Uh, Tom Brady will win another Super Bowl. He's going to get to eight. Take it or shake it.
1: Shake it! Shake it! Shake it! it. Yeah, I don't think he wins another Super Bowl. I don't think he does. I think he gets to a Super Bowl, gets to championship games, playoffs, wins divisions. I don't think he'll win another Super Bowl.
2: I'll take it. I mean, if Tom Brady gets to another Super Bowl, it's going to be hard for me to go against Tom Brady in that game. It just, it just seems like, you know, some people you meet, like MJ, Tom Brady, a luck is a huge element in the factor, but these guys have a lot of luck on their side.
0: Luck is the residue of design. I'm going to take it. Brady, I, I agree with Key. I don't, I don't think you could forecast more than like two or three years, but it looks to me like he has that kind of runway to decline and still be a great player, and that's a great team around him. I'm going to say he's going to pop one more, even if it's as a game manager the way Peyton did it at the end, something like that, he has enough runway to do it. I'm I mean it. pay
2: one after Adam Gase left. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well. <laughs> Next one, Evan, that's for you.
0: Yeah.
3: Guys, Luck, also a quarterback in Indy. Used to be. Mike Clay tweeted that through two weeks in 2020, Justin Jefferson had only five catches and 70 receiving yards, and then went off in week three, 175 yards on his way to an 83-catch, 1,330-yard season the rest of the way. So, Devontae Smith Mm. will be that wide receiver that breaks out in week three. Take it or shake it. Hmm.
1: Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. It's the Eagles and the Cowboys, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't think he breaks out. Um, I think that they put an emphasis on trying to take him out of the passing game. I just don't think that Philadelphia's offense is set up for Jalen Hurts to have a monster passing game at all. That's just not what they want to do with him right now. Unlike Kirk Cousins, a veteran quarterback that was in Minnesota – they, that's all they do is drop back and throw the ball.
2: Justin Jefferson's different. different. Uh, you know, it, it's not everything has to be compared to that dude. It's different.
0: Yeah, I'll shake it, too. I think he'll have a good game. I don't yeah. know about a breakout game. A guy like Waddle is the kind of guy, if that turns into a high-scoring game, they could have a breakout game, right? Because if he could touch the ball anywhere, he could take it to the house. He does that twice. That's a breakout
3: game. let take it or shake it with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help call click Granger.com or just stop by one team had a bad night and they didn't even play that's next
0: thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max the podcast check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 eastern on ESPN radio